1: In the mighty name of Jesus, and all the saints shall celebrate the Lord with a thunderous amen. Father, we give it the glory, Father, we give it the praise, we give it the honor in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Shall we be seated in heavenly places? We want to thank the name of the Lord for how far He has brought us, amen. We thank God for how far he has brought us. We thank him for his grace. We thank him for his mercy. We thank him for his love. I want you to turn to a neighbor and say, God bless you for coming to church today. Your life shall never be the same again. Amen, somebody. We are still in the month of sacrifice under the yearly theme of preparations and when we say preparation we respond by saying we walk by faith and not by sight preparation We walk by faith and not by sight preparation we walk by faith and not by sight indeed we walk by faith and not by sight the life in the spirit is a life of faith the life in the spirit is a life we don't live by sight will live by faith you know faith is to believe and to act if you want to live your life based on what you see you will not do anything for God because you'll be saying that ah what is going on in my life is too much I cannot bear it so God is not there no God is there say God is there say God is alive there are many people who don't believe that God is alive they don't believe that God is there but God is alive praise the Lord so today I'm bringing you another layer of the message for the month of sacrifice and I'm sharing what is entitled the seed for sacrifice amen the seed for sacrifice the seed for sacrifice and i want all of you to take your notes write the scriptures down write the points down in this church we are a teaching ministry a prophetic church i would love to teach because discipleship comes by teaching you cannot be christ-like you cannot walk in the spirit until you are taught and when it comes to teaching we teach precept by precept point by point scripture by scripture it is like when you go to school when you go to school you realize that your teachers they give you notes so that you can go and learn and when you learn the notes you become part of what he has taught you amen so we have established that to sacrifice, it means to get your life, placing your life in the hands of God. There is no sacrifice when the life, your life is not involved. True sacrifice comes when our lives are placed on the altar. And we say, God, this is the life. Take it and then give me your life. Amen. The life that we have in Christ is a sacrificial life. God's life is sacrificial. We have established, according to John 3.16, God loved the world that he gave His son, okay, to die for us. And we learned last week that the reason we sacrifice, number one, is that because God also sacrificed. In Christ, he gave his life. So you cannot sacrifice, or you cannot say you are sacrificing, when your life is not involved. True sacrifice is established when your life is involved. Revelation twelve eleven, he said, they overcame me by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives even unto the point of death. In other words, death was not powerful enough to prevent them from sacrificing you cannot say that your level of sacrifice is too risky it's too risky that you may die so you will not sacrifice then you are not sacrificing because the real sacrifice comes when your life is fully involved when everything about you is involved when everything that you have is involved that is when you are sacrificing you cannot sacrifice when this part of yourself is inside and another part of your life is not there. That is not a complete sacrifice. When you are translating sacrifice in G, how do you say it? It's not how you say it. Is that sacrifice? That's the meaning of sacrifice, right? Mike, sacrifice. My translator don't want it we' want it we it in other words we don't want bath for your own as <laughs> I say, we don't want it so when you give your life to God and you receive his life you should know that now this life that I have is sacrificial please take it for me today the day you got born again you do live your life that life that you used to live before you go born again that life of lying that life of anger that life of fornication that life of laziness you don't you don't have it anymore now you have the life of god this life from god is sacrificial if he as the creator of the whole world he can lay his life down so that you and i we can be saved from the life of sin When you understand this life, you realize that I don't have any excuse. I don't have any reason to give an excuse. Are you here with me? Amen. So, knowing that our life is sacrificial, we need to understand that anytime we have to sacrifice, we must sacrifice purposefully. Are you getting it? Because you cannot be wasting the life that you have. You must sacrifice purposely. That is why you need that seed. That will help you in the course of sacrifice. And by seed, what this message means is the seed of the word. is the seed that comes from the word that fuels the sacrifices that you make. In other words, the seed of instructions that come from God that fuels our steps of sacrifice we cannot just sacrifice anyhow because god has a purpose for everything he does if god has a purpose for everything he does then it means that every step i take i must take it purposefully so that i might end up getting the reward for the sacrifice that i have made are you here with me we don't sacrifice for the sake of sacrificing so that people will commend us that we have sacrificed. No. Our goal is to sacrifice in accordance to the purpose and the will of God. So, to get hold of the seed, you must get hold of God's instructions that He releases through His word. So that our sacrifices can now be acceptable unto Him. That is the message today. Are you here with me? Matthew 13. Let's go to Matthew 13. I have a lot of scriptures to give you today, so please write all of them down and make sure that you are getting the message involved. And let's go to the translation or the meaning of the parable. Let's go to the meaning of the parable. Matthew 13, let's go to verse 18. Open your Bible to Matthew chapter 13 from verse 18. Is it is you hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. I get up saying, now, when we are talking about the word, the word is like the seed that is sown into our hearts now these seeds are not just seeds for the sake of being seeds they are seeds that are meant to bear fruit amen everything that god does he does them calculatively so that we will end up bearing fruit he just don't go around throwing away his seeds i get it. any seed that does not bear fruit it's inconsistent with the will of God because God's seeds must come to bear fruit in your life when you understand that my life and the life that i have in Christ Jesus is so sacrificial you know that every seed that i receive into my heart now is for the purpose of sacrifice not so that i waste my life but so that i can bear fruit so that i can bear fruit when you begin to sacrifice you realize that your life is all about bearing the kind of fruit that glorifies God so it is not just about you know taking money and just sowing some uh, giving some things to to the Lord it's not just about showing forth before the Lord it's about doing your sacrifices consistently with what God says you should do any sacrifice that is out of place from God's order cannot be accepted we learned last week that any sacrifice that does not glorify God is unaccepted by him so if it's unaccepted by him then it means that our sacrifices must come from him not from our own will not from our own intentions our sacrifices must come from him are you here with me Matthew chapter 6 Matthew 6. We read it last week so Let's read it again. Matthew chapter number 6. Verse number 10. If you are there. You are going to open your Bible. Let's all read it together. Matthew chapter number 6. Verse number 10. Matthew chapter number 6. It says. Your kingdom come. Your will come be done on earth as it is in heaven amen it says god's will be done as soon as the kingdom of god comes the will of god must come on earth so our sacrifices on earth is to fulfill the will of god on earth not our will Every sacrifice done in the name of God must fulfill the will of God. Any sacrifice done in the name of God must fulfill the will of God. For the last time, any sacrifice done in the name of God must fulfill the will of God. You cannot sacrifice anyhow and expect God to be happy with your sacrifice. In other words, whatever you do for God, as long as you say you are doing it for God, it must start from him so that it can be accepted by him and be glorified by him. Amen, somebody. 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I read from verse number 14. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Say for the love of Christ controls us. Sorry, I'm still in the ESV. Let's let me read it. It sounds good. I was reading from the ESV. That's okay. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded that if one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. So you don't live for yourself. Say, so I don't live for myself. I don't, say it, say it, I don't live for myself. So you just, you just can't do anything that you feel like doing you get what I'm saying? You just can't get up in the morning and say, I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like this. I don't feel like that. You don't live for yourself. Turn to your neighbor and say, You don't live for yourself. And because I understand that I don't live for myself, then I just can't say anything that I want to say. I just can't think anything that I want to think. I just can't feel anything that I want to feel. Whatever I think, say, do, and feel must come from the seed that has been planted in my heart. That is the word of God. Because then, sacrifices that we make consistently according to the word. And the seed bears the kind of fruit that God wants us to bear. And that is why in 1st Samuel chapter 15. Let's read it. 1st Samuel chapter 15, 22. Last week we read it. 1st Samuel chapter number 15. We read it last week. When God rejected the sacrifice of Samuel. He says from verse 22. So Samuel said. Has the Lord as great delight in bent offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat rams so before you think of sacrificing know that your sacrifice must have a locus on the word of god it must have a locust on the instructions that come from god you cannot get up and say oh god i am giving ten thousand dollars when god has not instructed explicitly for you to do it there's a reason for that everything that god wants you to do he wants you to do because he's saying you should do it not because you feel like doing it there was no problem Samuel sacrificing Fat arms that's the kind of sacrifice he made there was you no, would say that ah, there, was, there was nothing wrong after all he gave he gave ah he gave why did god reject what he gave he rejected because samuel did not pay attention to instruction yes, the word of the lord said wait for me when i come then together we will sacrifice and then he went ahead because the man of god delayed he went ahead and sacrificed. The bottom line is not to sacrifice, the bottom line is to sacrifice that God pleases. It's to make that sacrifice that pleases God. And if you're going to make that sacrifice that pleases God, then it means that you must do it in accordance to his will. And how do you walk in the will of God? When you receive instructions, praise the Lord. When you receive instructions, you cannot waste your life. The life that God has given you, you cannot waste it. Every sacrifice that you make, you must do it in accordance to the word. John 15. John chapter 15. John 15 and i read from verse number 1 John chapter 15 i read from verse number 1 it said i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are, already clean, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is weeded and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned amen say I cannot do anything without God but say it loud say I cannot do anything without God he said you can do nothing without me you cannot do anything in this life we have in Christ in this spiritual life you cannot do anything your sacrifices are meaningless if God is not with you oh God I want to give my house is God with you in that sacrifice? When God instructs you to do something, that is when your sacrifices become fruitful. There are many people who are going around doing things God have not asked them to do. So their sacrifices they are wasted. They are wasted. The life that you have is born up of instructions. You know what I'm saying? The life that you have in Christ. He is born out of his choices. Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. Are you there? Revelation chapter 5. We read from verse number 1. It says, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written it is a a scroll folded a scroll that was written inside and on the back sealed with the seven seals then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose his seals and no one in heaven and on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it so i wept because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it but one of the elders said to me do not weep do not weep behold the lion of the tribe of judah the root of david has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose his seven seals and i look and behold In the midst of the throne And of the four living creatures. And in the midst of the elders. Stood a lamp. As though it had been slain. Having seven horns. And seven eyes. Which are the seven spirits of God. Sent out into all the earth. Then he came. And took the scroll out of the right hand. Of him who sat. On the throne. Amen somebody. Did you see that? Before even Jesus came into this world, he came out of written. A written word in the scroll. Are you getting what I'm saying? He did not just jump out of the throne to come into this world. In other words, Jesus is missing on earth was preceded by instructions he was told what to come and do he did not just get up and come his sacrifice would have been meaningless had he not taken hold of that scroll it was in that scroll that was listed the things that he was coming to do that is why nobody was able to go and touch that scroll or to even look at it because in the scroll was contained the instructions of the lord and what the one who was going to come into the world to do without instruction there is no sacrifice without instruction no sacrifice is approved by God whatever you do for God must come from divine voice must come from him he must lead you into your sacrifice so that your sacrifices can be approved by him are you here with me somebody sacrifices that please god they come from him genesis chapter 22. genesis chapter 22. i'm just trying to let you know that you cannot sacrifice because you feel like sacrifices you cannot sacrifice because you feel like doing it genesis 22. Let's read from verse number one. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him He said to him instructions, the word Abraham and he said, yeah, yeah. Then he said, take now your son your only son Isaac whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Of which I shall tell you. In other words, he didn't say just go to the area of Moriah and offer him there. He said go to the area of Moriah and to a mountain I shall tell you. In other words, the specifics of the sacrifice will come to you. So Abraham did not just get up one day and said, I feel like going to sacrifice my son Isaac. He was clearly instructed by the Lord. The seed for his sacrifice came to him. He said, take your only son that you love and now go to the mountain that I shall tell you. So when he got to the mountain of Moriah, he didn't just go. I said, okay, I no." when he arrived there, God would tell him go to this section. And go and sacrifice. And do you know why that is critical? Unless you don't. I will show you why. So Abraham, verse 3, rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey. You see the attitude when you receive instruction? He rose up early in the morning. He didn't lazy around. And took two of his young men with him. And Isaac, his son, and he split the wood out for the burnt offering. And I arose and went to the place. From which God had told him. Then on the third day. Abraham lifted his eyes. And saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young man. Stay here with the donkey. And the Lord and I will go yonder. And worship. And we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood. Of the burnt offering. And laid it on Isaac's. son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, "My father." And he said, "Here I am, my son." And he said, "Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering?" Can we all read verse eight together? One to go. And Abraham said, "My son, God will provide for Himself the lamb for a." It's often. Oh, he didn't say, "Amen." God will provide for himself. If the instruction comes from God, then he will make the provision for the sacrifice. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. If the, the instruction came from God, then he will make the provision for his sacrifice. You cannot want to sacrifice when God has not instructed you. You will struggle to sacrifice when God has not instructed you. But if the sacrifice comes from God's instruction, then he will make the provision for his sacrifice. I Messiah over your life that from today God will provide for your sacrifice, God will make provision for your sacrifice. All your sacrifices shall come from God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God will make available the offering for his sacrifice because it came from him. The Holy Ghost tells you. You should give $10,000 to the ministry. Because it came from him. The $10,000 will come without even blinking an eye. And one day I went to church. I was there. And the man of God called me. I said, God said you should do this and do that and do that. As I was standing there, my spirit was alerted. And I knew this one came from God. I didn't have what he was saying I should give. As soon as I walked out from the church, I said, Lord, I am giving this in. I go home. 24 hours. 24 hours. I was there. God said, call this person. And I picked my phone. That person, I have never asked him anything in my life before. Pick my phone and said, Chai, I need to do this thing. urgently. Can you have this, this, this for me? He said, Apostle, it is done. Within a matter of three hours, he sent me the mobile. He sent me the thing. I went to church and I delivered my sacrifice because the all that came from God he made the provision for me to give from today you will not, sac- you will not suffer to sacrifice in the mighty name of Jesus as long as the instruction is from God you will not be tired sacrificing in the mighty name of Jesus now let's read on did God bring the sacrifice or he did not bring it he brought it then he came to the place sorry yes then he, verse 9 then he came to the place of which god had told him and abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order and he bound his son ah i love this he bound his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood and abraham stretched out his hand And took the knife. To slay his son. So as soon as he reached. The the man was just about to. To cut off the head of his son. He was just taking the knife. As he stretched his hand. Taking the knife. Verse 10. And he said. God said to him. No sorry. Verse 11. But the angel of the Lord. Called to him. And in the Old Testament. Whenever you see the angel of the Lord. It represents the Holy Spirit, God, and the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am, and he said, Do not lay your hand on the Lord and do and do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son for me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket of his his stones so Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of a son and Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide as it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord He shall be provided from today because of the sacrifices God is telling you to do, He shall provide for you. God shall provide for you, God shall provide for you, God shall provide for you, God shall provide for you you. in the mighty name of Jesus. When people say the Lord shall provide, listen, the Lord will not provide for you to go and chase girls, he will not provide for you to go and chase more girls. He will provide for you for his sacrifice. Say so the Lord shall provide. People quote it. Oh God give me provide, provide. God you don't go to provide for you to go and chain and go chain so. God should give you money to go and find the case at court. You are mad. God will give you and provide for you so that you can, you can carry out his sacrifice. Say so don't touch. There's a ram there. The ram was caught. And you see, the reason you must pay attention to instruction before you sacrifice. Imagine Abraham had gotten to Mount Moriah, all right, and had not gone to the place, specific place to go and offer the sacrifice. Will really he have found the ram. Maybe the place that he would have gone to offer the sacrifice, there would have been no bones there to cast the horn of the ram. And the ram would have run past. I wouldn't have got to anything. God said, go here. Specifically. Why? Because God had orchestrated by divine decree that a ram, a ram. Have you ever seen a ram in a wilderness before? A, a ram, a ram walking in a wilderness. Have you seen some, you know a wilderness, a desert? A ram in a desert. Don't rams live in areas where they find food and things. But you find a ram in a desert, in a wilderness. And they were somewhere and then the, the ram's hole was locked up in the tomb Why? Right? because God's instruction was sacrificed for me here because I have divinely called a ram to come because I know if you pass this test I will not give you what you use for the sacrifice but if you go and sacrifice at your own place there is no provision for you anything that you do for God out of your own desire without God's des- um, desire and instruction there is no provision it's not there is no permission. There is no permission. There is no permission. Ah! As the two of them yesterday, we were as sprinters. We have started our new micro church as sprinters. I was there. I was praying in my spirit. The place that the man of God had was like it's a park. And when we got there yesterday, the idea was to start it. Last week we went for evangelism. Yesterday was to start the church. We went there, they were playing football at the park, on the park. We have to wait till 6 p.m. They finished playing the ball. Once we're there, I said, to pray in my spirit. I said, God, we need a better place to meet. Ah, I was praying in my spirit. So there was a house. My eyes was there and I was praying in my heart. I said, and a lady drove out of the house. We were talking to a lady. The Holy Spirit said, turn your back and go and talk to her. And I said, please. And I stopped her. And she stopped. She said, give me a flyer. And he gave me a flyer. And I went to minister to the lady. And I said, we need a place to have a small church. Our microchair system, maximum 20 people. I said, yes, in my house. I said, yes, your house, even your car park is okay. And he said, okay, we are here. And then he says, you give us a place. That is what happened. Yesterday, man of God said, oh, apostle, why don't you use this route? It is shorter. You get to this, the main road in time. When we turned our right hand, we were just going. There was a hotel, Bella Hotel. We saw the place, and the Holy Spirit stopped. Go and ask. There's a space. When I read the sermon, I told the woman of God, they have a conferencing facility. We went in there. They have a small conference room it can take about 50 people he said it is available 100 it is every one hour within a matter of minutes because we went on instructions of god god made two places available for us to start the new church as as. i declare over your life whatever sacrifice you are making out of god's instruction your provisions be made available You shall provide for He shall provide for you He shall provide for you in the mighty name of jesus that's what God did any sacrifice that comes from his seed he provides that is the meaning of the Lord shall provide though. don't go and quote, quote the Lord shall provide and you are, you are looking for provisions for something else it is for his sacrifice So for his sacrifice any step you take in your life that is orchestrated by God he shall provide that's why he said Paul was telling the Philippians said, my God shall supply your all according to his riches in glory according to him you just don't get up in the morning I, I feel like doing this oh. you know, here are some people they, they pray to God like commanding him to do what is on your heart desire on your heart no you don't tell God what to do tell your neighbor you don't tell God what to do stop praying that nonsense prayer don't go to God telling him what to do for you Stop that more. Tell your neighbor, stop praying that nonsense prayer. Praying that prayer. Don't go to God. God, God, uh, hey, it is time for me to marry. If you don't give me a, a husband to marry, God, I will have a problem with God. What, what a Who? What, what, what right do you have to go and tell God? God, if you don't give me a husband, if you don't give me a job, you don't, God, I uh, will a new do you want to become? Don't stop that foolish talk. If God appears to you, can you stand on your feet? The pride and the arrogance of people. God, if God, if God is there, if He does not do this for me, then God is not there. You'll be there and talking your foolishness. When God appears to you, even if you don't have hair on your skin, hairs will will tamper from your skin. People, People behave with God as if He's their small boy, and then they want to instruct him. He's the one who instructs us. We are here to do His will, not our will. Tell him that we are here on earth to do the will of God, not my own will. That is the attitude. That brings transformation. So he provided for Abraham. So how do you receive instructions? That's the next point. How do you receive instructions? I'm giving you three things that will bring you instructions. One, you receive instructions or the seed from the Holy Spirit. When you have deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit, God instructs you what to do. It guides you on your sacrifice. It tells you sacrifice. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. He says, I read 12 and 13. John 16, 12 and 13. John 16, 12 and 13. He said, I still have many things to say to you. But you cannot bear them now. However, let's all read the verse 13 together. However, when he, the spirit of truth come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you the things to come. He will guide you into all all truth. Having a deep sense of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It's what releases instruction on what to do and what not to do. Romans chapter 8. Romans eight. Romans eight fourteen. It's a popular verse that we all know. Can we all read it together? Romans eight fourteen. One to go. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. You see, Abraham, God was leading him. Go and sacrifice, and you see, there are some people because they are not paying attention to instructions. I say, ah, but God, the, God said he's going to sacrifice his son. And why, God, why did God change his mind and say, Don't do it again? He is the one who gives the, the orders and the instruction. God can change the instruction last minute. Just listen to him. Ah, God can tell you, hey, walk, 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 walk. You can say, Okay, don't walk again. Go and sit in the plane and travel. That's how it is. That's how it is. He is the one who instructs us and gives us the order. and That's what makes your sacrifice beautiful and worthwhile. do God be in a place where God is not telling you to be. Amen? I said never be in a place where God is not telling you to be. Two. The second way we receive instructions and let's seed is from studying the Bible. When you study the Bible, the New Testament Especially you get to know that a lot of instructions from the Lord that has been written down for us. Second Timothy chapter 2, 2 Timothy, 2nd Timothy chapter 2. I read verse number 15. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 15. He says, Be diligent to present yourself. Approve to god a worker who does not need to be assayed, rightly dividing the word of truth so then how do you get approved unto god when you study the word when you study the bible you become approved unto god not unto men because he is the one who is instructing you as you get hold of his instruction through his word you'll be approved to, to him and when god approves you then it means that eric your life is now glorious amen number three the third one how to receive the seed it's also from god's appointed servant god's appointed servant now pay attention i didn't say from anyone who is a man of god or whatever I say from God's appointed servant because there's no anybody who says he's a man of God who comes from God Amen. somebody Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4 verse 11 and he himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists And some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints. For the work of ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So we all come to the unity of the faith. And of the knowledge of the son of God. To a perfect man. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ. Amen. So the goal of any appointed servant of God. Is to equip you. To teach you. To guide you until you reach the level that when you look at yourself, you say, yes, I have become like Christ. I'm Christ-like. That is what is discipleship. Ah, You cannot be in a church. One year, two years, three years. And you are still sleeping with people you are not married to. Meaning that you have not been equipped. And if you were equipped, you never took them seriously. That's discipleship. He said, Matthew 28. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. We are only transforming people until they become Christ-like. Okay, we have the life of Christ. We must live in a in a way that when people see, remember how we got that, we got the term Christians. You know, remember in Act chapter eleven, Antioch, the people saw they saw the believers in a way. They say, ah, these people we we'll call them Christians because they are behaving like Christ." You say you are a Christian. Christian power, which chat bet the chat bet say unim unim bet make baba baba when your bet PhD. Bet PhD. Christian. Asa for. Na Misau nya se nya mama lotus ka ba faiana lotus ka Abama tata bet bet oh o tu untu minkan u ke bet untu minkan chounya sik ka chounya se nya mama bet kala ba faiana bet bet obisi skebia iska aka se skebia iska ona ka dia se skebia iska skebin huko wo mu ara ni not every money is money. Amen. If you are on the path of God, He will provide for you. Unless you are not living your life based on God's instruction. So, if it is God who is guiding you, my brother, my sister, you will not sweat. No matter what, He will make a way for you. He will provide that school fees. He will provide that job. He will provide that opportunity. He will give them to you. You will never struggle. He will give you food to eat. He will give you water to drink. He will give you clothes to wear. He will give you a car to drive. He will give you a house to live in. He will give you a marriage to have. God is the one leading. I am a And book And Be you be I be Praise the Lord. not We can not We can not. We not. Amen. Somebody. So take it from God's appointed people. Hebrews thirteen. Hebrews thirteen. Hebrews thirteen. I read verse seven. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faithful, considering the outcome of their conduct. Follow us. Follow. As you are here, you must, you must emulate the apostles' conduct. You don't do, some of you don't even, you don't observe the way I live my life. My spirituality, you don't, you don't, some of you think it's too high. It's not too high. You copy what I do, so you can do the same things that I do. Amen. Yeah. If we are praying 12 midnight to 4 a.m., and you cannot even pray from 11.30 to 12, that's a problem. That's the problem. Every sacrifice comes from God. I want to give you seven reasons you must sacrifice from instruction. That's the last point that we are done. Let's run through them. Our time is almost up. Seven reasons you must sacrifice from instruction. One, you please God when you sacrifice from instruction. Hebrews 11.6 Remember that the instruction comes from the word of God. Hebrews 11 says talks about faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing the word. So if you are living your life based on instruction, then you are living your life based on the word, and then you are living your life based on faith, and then when you are living your life based on faith, then you are pleasing God, and then it means that your sacrifice is to please God. Are you here with me? Every sacrifice that comes from instruction, pleases God that is what we want, we are here to do the will of God not our will, so if I make God happy, hey, I know that I have a crown waiting for me amen somebody, no, see where we have gotten to. nobody should force you to come to church hey, some of you hey, the woman of God will call she will send messages, she can call you like three times a week, yet they will not come to church There's a problem, they don't know what they are missing in their life so the day that they feel like coming to church, there's no blessing for them there's no reward for them because they did not come to church when god is using his appointed servant say, let's go to church let's go to church because church is a place where you are built up in the word amen so you please god when you you see abraham I say now i know you fear god now i know you fear god people don't fear god Hey, how so soon? Sorry, now a message but a powerful message like this. You are still thinking of how you're going to continue the fight at home when you get home. Right there, the message is coming. Hot or do fear something wrong somewhere. People don't fear God. Last week, the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation. I even shared it with my wife. He said, don't behave with people because you respect them. No, 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 no. Act towards people. Behave towards one another because you fear God. Do I behave towards you? I must behave because I fear God. I get what I'm saying. If you fear god if you see a lady when you are married who is not your wife you will not go and say child i love you you are beautiful than my wife I, I wish i met you before i married my wife you don't fear god you fear god it doesn't matter how the lady has more body than your wife you will not be moved Hey, look around people don't fear god now take your mind just just People don't fear God. If you fear God, you will not come to church late. If you fear God, Charlie, you, you will not be eating your Gary and Sokins. And someone only has one pure water. That's all that he has. And you say, oh, Charlie, it's only Gary and Sokins that I have. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. If you fear God, you will not be fighting with someone so much that, like, oh, but sorry, then what body, I mean, fear. you are still bitter. Fear God, you don't fear God. Now people who can hey! And people go to church, they just jump from fornication. They go to church. Whilst the man of God is teaching the message, they are thinking of how to go and continue fornication. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. No, no, no. We don't fear God. They are thinking of how to go and add dimensions to the what they started. You don't fear God. You don't Fear God. You don't fear God. If you fear God. Like Joseph, the woman stripped herself naked. She ran. He ran away. Because he feared God. fear God. Some of you, you are stripping ladies in your mind naked. In the mind. Yesterday we were fellowshipping. Jesus said, in the street, you don't have to physically sleep with the lady before you fornicate to. Whilst the thing is in your mind. eh? Hey, Charlie, me and your girl, we are. As you say those things in your mind. Pastor, it's said done deal. we why you, why you don't have to. You don't have to enter into the hotel room. Or, no, 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 no. In your mind, say I fear God. So when you fear God, realize that your thoughts are pleasing Him. When you fear God, realize that your ways are pleasing Him. Obiye ase chale bet diye yee, mausro nyame, mausro nyame pa hite nunko tu chacha bet na ba soccer bet, basketball bet, ampe bet, gossip bet, un be that I said, "I, am too bad. I'm concerned about the I handle, handle, so. I'm concerned. My, 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 to no, I saw him go No, I saw him be sick. I saw him start Concern him, I saw some some someone on Facebook. I see on one of your friends him. On Sunday, on Sunday, how do fear God, fear God, fear God. Amen. She was telling me the other day that she has a friend who says that as for her, she doesn't like singles. She likes married husbands. Married men, sorry. How can people be so demon possessed? He said, I don't like single men. I like married men. Secretary of the devil. Going around destroying homes. He will tell you, me, I don't have a problem with your wife. You can go home to your wife. Ask for me. It's my kakra you give to me. That man tells me, I, don't, I know you have a wife they have increased in sin so much that they have become numb to righteousness righteous living doesn't move them again and she said "He said this lady came to her she doesn't know that she's now born again and God has taken her to another level He said I have a boy for you do you want one and she said I don't live that life anymore it's in my past and because of that that lady doesn't talk to her again you see what the devil is doing it is also. You don't fear God, but you shall please God always. Your sacrifice shall please God. Two. When you sacrifice by instruction, there's safety. There's safety. There's safety. Psalm 46. Psalm 46. Psalm number 46. Psalm 46 verse 1. Psalm 46 verse 1. He said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Oh, he didn't say a good amen. <laughs> God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And you see, when I read this verse, my mind was taken to Paul, the Apostle Paul everywhere he went he had trouble but because he was going around planting churches on the orders of god even when they beat him and they thought that he was dead god came and helped him as you walk in the instructions of the lord god will help you every day everywhere you go god will provide a helper he shall be your helper everywhere you go he shall be your helper in the mighty name of jesus as long as you are doing it based on the instruction of god he shall help you In the troubles, he shall help you. Ah, if you need a house, he will help you get a house. If you need a car, he will help you get a car. If you need a business, he will help you get a business. Why? Because the life that you are living is based on his orders and instructions. I remember I told, I said my story. I've said it many times. Before I got married, I didn't have any money. When the God said, get up and pass here. I didn't know what. I dressed up. I didn't know what I was going. Me. i was working here working here working here i got to japan Motors that place he said enter here i entered there i said what am i going to say when you go i'll tell you what to say as i said I'm, I'm looking for the marketing manager they showed me to the marketing manager i said you know what i'm into advertising on that i'm into advertising i can do a b and c He say you know what okay come back we are renovating this place we'll try you So okay i was there then i'll be reminding the man one day he called me. He said, come with your proposal. And then I went to my proposal. He said, next week, come for the bidding. Hey, I've never done any outdoor advertising before. First I was there, God said, go to Osu. I went to Osu. God said, go to this place. Everything that I did, God directed me. I went to this shop. I said, I'm looking for someone who can build billboards and do signage and all of that. He said, this guy is the best in our car. Say said, ah, okay. I went. I said, Alfred, I, this is all oh, I can do it for you. Do you have the contract? I said, I'm going for a bidding tomorrow. He said, when you go, say this, say this, say this. He gave me all the guidance. I went to the bidding. The people, Japan they have a guy who has been doing billboards for them already. When I went, they brought the guy. They interviewed the guy there. And they allowed me to sit in the interview, in the bidding process, You see what God did. So whatever they were asking the guy, I was also recording i was recording and the guy said and then when the finish the man clapped, 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 clapped. it's okay He said peter come." i came to say he said you heard everything i said yes what are you going to do extra i said in fact i don't have anything serious to do extra i'll do everything that he said everything that he said i'll do the same thing the only thing that i add to what he is going to do is that when we do this front signage we will do a compartment on the top so that when any of the lights goes off i want to do any maintenance we can easily do it and i took a pen and a paper and i drew it it was all from the holy spirit i didn't know what i was saying all the apart that Alfred gave me i didn't say one thing when i finished the man was nothing nothing and then he said then the more i realized that when the man got an interest ah the holy spirit emboldened me and i said yeah this is how we're going to do it we put the knots here we put the knot here we do this they said you don't know me eh the man said, wow, this is so nice. And then we finished. We went there 48 hours. I was there and Amin called me. Amin said, Peter, congratulations. We have given you the contract. See, these people gave me a check of 28,000. They didn't know my office. My office was my bedroom. Some of you don't know how to work with God. When God tells you to move from here and to here, you don't look at what you have to work with Him. Listen, God does not tell you to do something because you are capable, He tells you to do something because He is capable, He is the one who will strengthen you, He's the one who guides you, He's the one who will provide, it's not your provision, it's not your guidance, it's not what you have. That is why God will tell you to do something. It is because of what He has. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This year. I said, God, God. No, the assignment you have given me is too much. I need a new car. And then he made a way. Let me tell you something. God has a way that he does this you don't know. It's about him. Say, God talks according to his strength. Say it. Say, God talks according to his strength. Not according to your strength. Now, what can you do? Can you carry, can you carry hundred bricks of uh, um, uh, blocks? Uh, you to this God who tells you. So God does not tell you to give because you have money to give. That is why God can tell somebody you, do, you have zero bank balance. He will tell you, give 10,000 CDs. And then, the devil will tell you, ah, doesn't the man of God know that you don't have any bank balance? Ah, God is telling you to give because of him. All that he wants you, give 10,000. All that he's expecting from you, he said, Father, it is done. I believe. I believe I'll give. That's all. He does not need your money. He needs your faith. That's all. God tells you to do something because he just wants you to be happy. You have faith. He doesn't need anything. What money do you have that is bigger than what God has? You don't have anything. Just have faith. God says do something. I do it. He told us to start Springtess Church. We didn't even know how we were going to start it. Pure faith and obedience. Have you not started he Has even given us two locations to plant two churches. You think God is not? I declare that from today, whatever is missing in your life as you walk by the instructions of God, you shall find them. You shall find them. You shall find them in the mighty name of Jesus. So you don't boast. I I have a car, I have a house, I have this, I have money. Come on, shut up. Listen to God's word, listen to His trust. Amen, somebody. It's my strength. If you are in trouble, today God will help you. Amen. Hey, whenever you sacrifice from instructions, the presence of God is always with you. That is all that you need for faithfulness. When God is with you, you know. When God is not with you, do you know? <laughs> How do you know that God is not with you? When you struggle and you are struggling and going in circles, you struggle to the extent that you get so frustrated. Frustration is a sign that you are not working with God. I say frustration is a sign that you are not working with God. You are working with your own abilities, your, your own mind. Yes. Yes. When you are working with your own ideas, you get to a point, you get stuck. And then you don't know anywhere to go again. And then you get frustrated. But when you are working with God, if He's the one who is leading you, hey psalm 23 have you forgotten he leaded me beside the still waters the still waters represent peace of mind there's no confusion when god is leading you are not confused still waters he leaded me into the realm of green pastures Ah. He talks about flourishing. When God is leading you, you don't get to a point point. and say, now nah, I'm confused, I don't know what to do. You walk by yourself, but if you can follow the steps of God, when God takes a step you follow, before you realize, ah, I am peace, I'm at peace, I'm at peace. It doesn't matter what you think you are doing. You are doing one. You only have one member in your church. It doesn't really matter. So far as you are listening to the instructions of the Lord, I am at peace. I am not under any compulsion. I am not under any pressure from anybody to build a mega when god is taking his time to build me here to build me here and to build me i pray for your life that from today you will live by the steps and directions of god may god always be with you may god always be with you everything you are doing may god be with you may god establish your plans establish the things that you do in the mighty name of jesus when god is leading you there's no frustration you are never frustrated. You enjoy every step. You enjoy it. Ah, Ah, yesterday when we, we drove and we, I didn't tell them when we drove and we entered into sprinters. Ah, different atmosphere engulfed me. It was like some angels came to welcome me. They, ah, as soon as we got to flowerpot and we turn like this, it's like a whole different atmosphere came to welcome. Angels came to say, so "We are welcome here." What are you talking about? You cannot be walking in the directions of the Lord and the of the Lord. and tell, No, no, no. You turn around, there's breakthrough. You turn this way, there's breakthrough. You turn this way, there's provision. You turn this way, there's safety. Ah, you can work during the night and nothing can hit you. And walk morning to evening, nobody can touch you. What are you talking about? Nobody can touch you. Exodus chapter 33. Look at what Moses said. We know it, but let's want to read it again for you to get in. Exodus 33. Exodus 33. 14 to 16. Exodus 33, 14 to 16. He said, and he said, verse 14. Exodus 33, verse 14. And he said, my presence will go with you. And I will give you what? I will give you what? I will give you rest. In fact, when you read Hebrews chapter 3, okay and chapter four he said that we have received this rest in christ and god is in christ when the holy spirit is going with you rest say rest some of you don't rest they have rest Rest means I have peace of mind. I'm not agitated at night. I'm not worried. Yes, the school fees are not paid, but I'm not worried. I know God will provide. Oh, yes, the, the food has not come, but I'm not worried. I know God will provide. Ah, the business opportunity has not come, but I'm not worried. I know God will provide. As long as I am working with the Lord and He's working with me, I am unperturbed. I am at rest. I am at peace. My life, my life is simply living to glorify God. I go. I am not worried. I'm not worried. There are some people that are too worried. They're too worried. They say, where is, where, what am I going to do? Hey, what am I going to do? There's a deadline. They ah. Uh, 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 nobody gives us a deadline. We carry our lifeline. You didn't hear what I said. I said, nobody dares to give me a deadline. We carry life. We always have life. We bring life to every situation. And so shall it be your story in Jesus' name. And now verse 15, he said, then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Do not bring us up. May this be your portion and your understanding that you will never do anything that God is not allowing you to do. I, I can have some believers in the house. I don't do anything that God is not allowing you to do. It's not because you want to marry so any Tom, Dick and Harry that comes your way They you say, yes, I do. Come on, what are you talking about? Anything that you see, you say, yes, I do, I will marry you. Is God telling you to go in there? Do you know how many people have married and they have regretted marrying because God didn't ask them to go? they didn't listen to the voice of God i'll shared with you well, after I had a serious broken heart I said God show me your way I said God show me your way I, I, can't, I can't suffer another like broken heart
0: again
1: yeah 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 <laughs> I came to the park I prayed I was on the ground I, did, I, did, I forgot myself that there were, there's no green grass here. I said, God, show me your way. Show me. I'm tired. See, broken heart happens when God is not with you. One day after I was praying and I was going and then God opened my eyes and I saw my wife. That time... I was not on talking terms with her, like, oh, how are you? Good morning. We just passed, passed. I was not on. And God said, she's the one I've given you. I said, thank you, Lord. It's done. And I started moving in the direction of the Lord. And by the grace of God, this month, 31st, will be 10 years in marriage. 10 years. And the marriage is getting sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And sweeter, and sweeter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, may God bless your loudest amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you you see because you have not married according to the instruction, you married three months. Say, ah, had I known. Baby, baby, had I known is always what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the Lord direct you. Yeah, stop looking at body, color, height, shape to marry. Tell your neighbor, stop looking at material things to marry. And I challenge oh, that she she has got you. I mean, I like slim things, I like little, little things I like tall, I like dark, I like fair, I like big eyes, I like this. You like way? Go after the word and let God do it for you. Like a hard working woman. I like it. This one. What are all those marking schemes that you are carrying that God has not said? You are carrying a marking scheme that God has not said, and you are proud about it. Amen, somebody. Let God lead you. I don't Ah, when God, God said when, when time was up, God gave Isaac his wife. When the time came, God gave Jacob his wife. When the, you see, you go through the Bible. God handpicked women from the men. Divine connection. Say divine connection. That's what will give you rest. Yeah. Now there are some areas where you get inside, Charlie. From the one to the last day, Jesus comes. Troublesome, no peace of mind, no peace of mind, no peace of mind. Obama, as a man, I become like a yeah, yeah, yeah. No direction. May God instruct you in your relationship. Amen, somebody. Yeah. For when you are instructed by the Lord and you sacrifice for him, then you are approved by him. He approves the sacrifices that comes from divine instruction. Remember that he rejected the sacrifice of Samuel. Because Samuel did not sacrifice according to instructions. So his sacrifice was rejected. But when you sacrifice according to instruction, you are approved. Hebrews chapter number 11. There's a verse that we want to connect to this point. Hebrews eleven two. 2. Hebrews eleven two. 2. It says, now faith is the story. By faith. Am I reading the right thing? No. Okay, let's read from verse 1 so that you get a context for now faith is a substance of things for, the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtain a good testimony they obtain a good report remember in Genesis chapter 4 when Abel and Cain went to sacrifice, remember that the, the sacrifice of Abel was approved and that of Cain was rejected probably because Abel sacrificed according to instruction but Cain did not Amen. don't let your sacrifice be rejected let your sacrifice be approved amen now five your sacrifice brings wisdom when you sacrifice according to instruction you gain wisdom when you sacrifice according to instruction proverbs chapter number eight proverbs chapter number eight proverbs eight 33 it says hear instruction and be wise and do not disdain it anyone who loves instructions you are wise say i am wise yeah there are some people they don't like to be instructed when the when the holy spirit tells the man of god to tell them do this do this they don't want to do it no god can tell me to give you instructions and you must you must love it don't disdain instructions will bring you a lot of goodies amen now six i want to move fast our time is up six when you sacrifice some instruction your sacrifice become a living sacrifice instructions makes your sacrifices a living sacrifice not a dead one not a dead sacrifice romans chapter 12 Romans 12. Romans 12, 1 to 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, for this is your reasonable service. Amen. Now, the last point, shall we all be on our feet? now when you sacrifice according to instruction even your enemies becomes a conduit to prosper when you sacrifice according to instructions even the people who say they don't like you God will cause them to make you more prosperous the more they say they don't like you the more they bring what they have to give to you I I want to read a particular verse I discovered it last week it's a powerful verse I will read it from there's a a translation I discovered last week it's called the Passion Translation TPT I read it from that version Proverbs 16 Proverbs 16 sorry let me first go and read the New King James that is why I wanted you to stand because from here we're going to pray Proverbs 16 7 let me first of all read from the New King James Proverbs 16 verse 7 I want all of us to open our Bibles. We're going to read it together. Proverbs 16, verse number 7. One to go. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. Now, let me read the... Where is it? Uh, I don't... Where is it? I need to locate it please Jesus, give me a second my versions here are limited okay. just one second I wanted to read it verbatim I don't want to quote it just give me one second does someone have TPT on your mobile or your um, digital Bible, TPT, look for it. If you have you version Bible, you should have TPT. TPT, the passion translation. I discovered it last week. It's so powerful. You have it? New version. You have it. Have you seen it? TPT. I want to read that particular version. Or or Google it for me. Gosh, do you have that version? You don't have it on the yes, it's a new version that I discovered last week. We have to add it to our list of versions. Please Google it. Proverbs 617, TPT translation. GPT Translation. Have you found it? Okay. Thank you. Aha. Uh-huh. It says, When the Lord is pleased with the decisions you have made, He activates grace to turn your enemies into friends. Did you hear that? It said, When your decisions... Pleases God, He activates the grace to the extent that even your enemies they become your friend. You remember Jesus said we should even pray for those who said say they are enemies. This is the reason. Because even those who said they are enemies, when the children of Israel were living in Egypt, the people who were their sworn enemies, God said, Go to every house knock at every door they'll give you gold they'll give you silver they'll give you bronze they'll give you everything the people who said they were their enemies they are the ones who ended up giving them gold and silver and bronze and so many things that they used to build a temple when you are under the divine instructions of God even the people who said they you are enemies ah they will buy you a car they will give you a house they will say that when I was there something told me that I should come and give you this gift so that I can make peace with you there's some rich woman in your life, rich man in your life who said they don't want to see you. But after divine decree and the instruction of the Lord, the people who said they are enemies, they are carrying their substances and they are bringing them to you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It is coming to you in the name of Jesus. It's why you don't pray for your enemies to die because if you pray for your enemies to die someone will die with your house someone will die with your car someone will die with your capital you need money for to start that business don't pray for your enemies to die pray for them to live because God can cause his grace to turn your enemies heart and to bring you something that you need anybody who says I hate you from today they are coming with you with substances in their hands they are coming to make peace with you they are coming to make peace with you they are coming to bless you what they have, it is coming to your life they are bringing them to you in their mighty name of Jesus don't pray for anybody to die God can touch anyone's heart to change your life in a minute you are there and the God who just say, right, go go and give my son, go and give him $50,000, he needs to start something right now he said, but I don't talk to the person he said, go it's not about that's how you see the ways of men are not the ways of God. And I'm in a And I'm in a God is saying your solution to your problem. And one day, only knows so many Cassamo. Call now, got you out here. And I'm in a And I'm in a name, Cassa. Oh, that's not a name, Cassa. Sit there and be bragging. I don't talk to him. I don't talk to him. God is saying, Go. That is the instruction. He causes grace to come even upon the people who say they don't like you. Even your enemies, God can turn their heart and they will bring you good things. It's a be your story this year. Amen. Anyone that has one that they don't like you ever in their life, God is turning their heart to bring you something. Yeah, he's turning their heart to bring you something. Amen. He's turning their heart to bring you something. In the mighty name of Amen. Jesus.
0: Amen. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of The Spirit Life People. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed. And always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.